Our scripture reading this morning, we have two. One comes from the Gospel of John, verses, uh, chapter 20, verses 3 and 4 and 7. And then from Acts 10. Hear the Gospel. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down and looked in and saw the wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up up in a place by itself. Then the disciples returned to their homes. And in Acts, chapter 10, verses 34 through 48, then Peter began to speak to them, I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear. Not to all people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have just received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then he invited him to stay them. They invited him to stay for several days. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Again, we welcome everyone this morning. Christ is risen. As an Easter people, we're still celebrating resurrection moments in in our lives and in the lives of our ancient followers. As we witness the effects of the resurrection sightings on the ancient followers and on modern-day followers of Christ, we see God alive and well. Good Shepherd United Methodist Church welcomes everyone this morning. Thanks for worshiping with us in person or worshiping with us online on this wonderful day as members of the Good Shepherd United Methodist Church family. Everyone is a vital part of our community and family at Good Shepherd. We love hearing from you through the comment section of our live feed and during our prayer requests. Keep it up as we worship together. I'm Pastor Regina, and I'm looking forward to the time we spend together this morning. 
As an Easter people, we know every day is Resurrection Day. Our We Are Witnesses sermon series charges us with celebrating Christ in our lives every day, calls us to lead others to, to a life in relationship with Jesus Christ, and it challenges us to make disciples who will transform the world into a place that loves God and loves neighbors above all else. The post-resurrection experiences in the New Testament show us many witnesses to the, to the resurrection and, and how their encounters influence their faith journeys. When witnesses, ancient or modern, encounter the risen Savior, we become forever changed. As resurrection witnesses, we, we are discovering what our experiences with Christ mean to our faith journeys. And we ask ourselves, how do we witness to the resurrection in our own lives? Mary recognized the resurrected Jesus when she spoke when he spoke to him, when she, he spoke to her and said her name. Her despair turned to elation and her hope turned was restored. We experienced a, a risen Savior on Children's Sunday when the youngest among us witnessed to their faith and encouraged us to let our light shine whenever and wherever we can. Cleopas and his friend traveling to Emmaus recognized Jesus in the breaking and the blessing of the bread. Their story encouraged us to be observant and aware of Jesus' presence in our daily lives. Now last week we met Tabitha and realized that faithful actions and service to others demonstrate a resurrected Jesus living in our own lives. Our examples led others to, to a relationship with the risen Lord. We were charged with being a Tabitha to others, called to live a faith-filled life, and challenged to live so that others see Christ in us. Our lives are a tapestry of threads woven together by the Tabithas we encounter, the Tabithas we are to others, and the love of Christ that abides in us. We encountered Peter once again, who became the conduit of Jesus to those Tabitha had influenced now, Peter is today's Christ follower whose, whose post-resurrection experiences, and there were many, led him to forgiveness, led him to becoming a bold witness to the risen Christ and the rock upon which the ancient church was formed. When we first encounter Peter, we, we meet a struggling fisherman who joins a, a well-known, uh, who joins a band of Jesus' followers and begins to fish for people for the kingdom. He, be, he becomes a, a well-known member of, of Jesus' inner circle. Now, Peter's that all-in disciple who speaks before he thinks and acts before he has weighed the consequences of his actions. He is a leader among men with a heart for Christ that sometimes overrides his head and gets himself in trouble. He's not afraid to act or speak out. He's seen as one who is sometimes overreaches his boundary, which leads him to confusion and misunderstanding. In the end, he has trouble following through with his declarative statements and, and guilt permeates his life until he encounters the risen Christ. It's not surprising to us that Peter is one of the first disciples to investigate the empty tomb. On that day, after hearing Mary's story, Peter and John run to the tomb. John gets there first, but he's hesitant to go in. And when Peter gets there, he runs in and he sees. But then he... They just chat and go home. They don't do anything with it, according to this encounter. It's only after seeing Jesus in the upper room, 
on a lake shore and having his forgiveness assured that, that Peter becomes the bold and solid rock of the future church that Jesus intended him to be. Peter is a work in progress and there's a little bit of Peter in all of us if we would just admit it. The encounter with Tabitha's friends in Joppa and today's scripture reading gives modern-day readers a a glimpse into what post-resurrection encounters mean to Peter and how these encounters, encounters bolstered and encouraged his witness to the new covenant and kingdom of God. God's new kingdom opened on that first Easter. Followers of Christ, including Peter, can never go back to what they once were. A new relationship with God and God's people was established And Peter was in the forefront of this discovery. A first-hand encounter with the risen Christ might have made it easier for believing in Jesus' resurrection from the dead. Yet even with all the shared stories that we've read, those of us who did not actually see proof of life, we sometimes struggle with the amazing truth. Lack of first-hand experiences make it even more difficult to share the resurrection story with others. Sometimes we're tempted to say, well, I guess you had to be there to believe it. Like seeing a movie or, or, or witnessing some spectacular event. Yet we know what we know because we have encountered the, Holy, the risen Savior through the experiences of others through the Holy Spirit's nudging and and wooing, as well as our acceptance of the one who has risen, we do experience proof of the resurrection. The Easter experience makes us different. We can't keep it to ourselves. We have to share it because we are witnesses. Most of the stories that we're reading in the books of Acts or Book of Acts are not first hand encounters but proclamations by those who became transformed by the stories and experience of those who had those first-hand experiences. Witnesses are formed by and through others whose lives have been changed by the risen Christ. The first-person stories become our stories as the gospel becomes alive in each of us. Peter's story becomes our own story because we see how the risen Christ created a devoted follower in Christ out of a a headstrong fisherman and how relationships with Jesus restored a, a momentary lapse in faith into a glorious and undeserved ending. This restoration of faith and assurance of unconditional love enabled Peter to continue being the rock star disciple Jesus knew he could be. Our faith journey can, like Peter's, be a series of highs and lows. Some days we feel like we're walking on water or experience the the undeserved forgiveness, while other days plunge us into darkness and despair because of lack of faith or a misstep along the way. Some days we dance along with our faith walk while other days we struggle to put one foot in front of the other. Anybody feel that way sometimes? Scripture portrays Peter as that poster boy disciple who trips over short-sightedness, stumbles through his misguided certainties, leads out of self-preservation, and fails at time to follow Christ's lead. Peter's actions at times show us glimpses of him being a successful cleanup batter but often reveals his tendency to be the strikeout king. In baseball, some of the greatest hitters of all time 
have their fair share of strikeouts at the plate. And Peter would fall into this statistic. Today we find Peter preaching, giving testimony to his experiences with Jesus and the changes that have taken place in his life because he knows Jesus. He spoke to what he knew to be true because he had experienced the truth. Peter was telling this. What we read today is after Peter is telling, has just told the story of his rooftop vision that taught him that everyone is worthy of the gospel message. Because Peter was a good Jew, he, he struggled with acceptance of those who were not of the chosen race and them receiving God's blessings and receiving equal access to God's favor. Peter was having to adjust to, to everyone's equal playing time on God's team. Today, Peter, as we read, Peter understands that God shows no partiality. He opens the scripture with that. But later he'll struggle again. But for now, the Holy Spirit is taking Peter beyond where he thought even he would be able to go. Don't we all face those same struggles and, and then find ourselves in the moment of understanding as we face the injustices and equalities of this world? Peter knows he was commissioned to preach the gospel message to the people by, life, by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He knows he was reclaimed from his doubt, fear, and guilt. He's risen above his denial and disappointment. He just struggles at times with the pe- who the people are. He would like the people to be folks who think, act, and look like him. Those folks who hold the same beliefs and values. Those folks who have the same background and religious perspectives as he. Anyone feeling a little bit more like Peter today? What Jesus does is open Peter's eyes to all people. People who challenge the status quo but still love God. People who are not Jewish but who still need God's love, grace, and mercy. People who have differing cultures and faith practices but people who were, who were created in God's image just like he was. He was created to be in relationship with God and love them. God loves them more than they can understand and who will go to great lengths to form that relationship even as far as sending God's own son to die for them. People who are not and will not ever be, will, they will never be outside of God's desire for relationship. It took Peter, Peter a while to, to understand that humanity, all of humanity, is called to play on God's team despite their differences, but because of their commonalities. In today's message to the crowd, Peter gets it, and he tries to instill this concept into all who will listen. The Holy Spirit acted and many who believed and were baptized, even those who were not considered worthy of acceptance by current Jewish practices. If Peter, the hard-headed, strong-willed, my-way-or-the-highway kind of guy, can be softened enough to understand God's truth of acceptance, can't we? Acceptance is not about having to act the same way or even believe the same things. Acceptance is about welcoming diversity of thought, perspective, practice, and culture while clinging to the main theme of God's unconditional love for each other and our response to that unconditional love of God. 
as we began to live into this new thing that God is calling us to be and do as Good Shepherd UMC, as we discern how God is calling us to build on the traditions of the past while creating traditions of the future, as we struggle as a denomination to swim the turbulent waters of change, as we seek to understand where God is calling each of us to participate in the future of our faith community, as we began to dream and process and discern just where all this thing called life is calling us to, and faith is calling us together, may we remember that even Peter struggled. Even Peter misstepped from time to time. Even Peter came to realize that God's love is bigger than our understanding and enormous enough to include all people. May we allow the Holy Spirit to permeate our souls and direct our paths. May we be filled to overflowing so that we can witness to the truth that is within us as faithful followers of a risen Savior. Let us walk by faith and be filled with God's truth as we witness to others about our encounters with the living Christ. May God fill our souls so that we may share God's love. Things that break 